from Epic Deer Studios, this is The Ice Queens. And now your hosts, Liz and Tori. Hello, figure skating fans, and welcome to the season finale of The Ice Queens. Thank God it's over. Ugh. It's been killing us. We've been working like dogs. We can hardly keep our eyes open. No doubt. Well, you know, this season has been twice as long as any other season we've ever done. Yeah, it's like watching any pairs competition. You're like, when is it going to be over? Uh, exactly. Oh, boy. It's been a long, hard slog, but we're happy to be here with you today. And um, capping off what has been a very interesting season, starting with the Grand Prix, continuing with the Nationals, which, of course, the Queens were there, present, and accounted for. Then on to the Olympics, which the Queens got dissed hard by Costas. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll get our revenge at some point i'm sure and then now the world championships which of course nbc has screwed us once again they did not even broadcast any of the world championships on nbc national television and of course as we've discussed before i only have basic cable and i'm unable to watch it but luckily tori came through for us yeah so nbc pretty much bites the big one their coverage at the Olympics sucked, and then they don't even show the worlds. And to top that off for the Universal Channel, once again, they didn't actually send commentators there. You could tell that these people are just watching it, being broadcast, and then commentating on it. And they had Andrea Joyce commentating for all four events. That is just wrong. <laughs> Wow, that's a crime against humanity. I know. I mean, they tried to put people in there to commentate with her, but it doesn't cancel her out. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> that can cancel her out. Even if she's not physically there, her evil presence is still very much felt. Yeah, but the one, there was a funny thing that happened or that they've added to the broadcast since nobody was sent to actually view it. Um, they had this thing called the loft and Peter was in the loft and Johnny was there the whole time with them. So they would talk and then people would come in. Usually it would be Tara Lipinski and Johnny and Tara would just cuddle on the couch together and, you know, be a little couple. And then for other events, they would have people come in like Tanith and Ben came in during the um, ice dancing and talked about that, which I did kind of find odd because they commentated with Andrea on the ice dancing. And it's like, uh, you're not really far removed from the people that are competing because you just competed with them a month ago. So that was odd. Now, they were actually in Torino? No, nobody was in Torino. So they are watching the pod or the podcast. They are watching the. Um, <laughs> if only it was a podcast. Yes. <laughs> they were, they're watching it with Andrea and actually commentating and giving critiques about the ice dancing pairs who they just skated with a month before. I was going to say, like, how does Johnny Weir going from be from being on the Bonnie Hunt show, on the um, Regis and Kelly show, on Jay Leno, on like pretty much every single TV show I've seen him on across the country? How does he go from there to being in Torino and back again? But he must have been in a studio in L.A. somewhere or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, and it'll be a surprise if they invite him back, because I'm not sure Peter was loving having him <laughs> on the couch with him and talking about all this stuff. <laughs> He was pretty funny. Um, some of his comments, they were talking about Yuna and her um, Bond program. And he's like, oh, God, I wish I could be a Bond girl. And then um, and Peter's like, Peter's like, homophobia, please go yeah, away. Control like, the homophobia. Peter, he's like, Peter, don't you wish you could be a Bond girl? And he's like, um, yeah, no comment. <laughs> and then they were talking about pairs and. Peter was saying, oh, you and Tara, you guys should start doing pair skating. And Johnny's like, well, what about me and you, Peter? We could um, be a pair skating couple. And Peter's like, horribly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Gotta get out of here. 
And then he did make another comment when I think he was asking him about the American skaters and what he thought. And he's like, well, I know when I took this job, I'm supposed to be pro-American. So he did get some hate mail because the next day he said, you know, I was just kidding about that. So quit sending the emails. Oh, no. <laughs> Peter, you're so controversial. He really doesn't yeah. realize oh, how was, much. He... That was Johnny that said that. Oh, that was Johnny that said that? Yeah. Oh, OK. That I know when I took this job, I said I would be pro-American. Because, you know, he just couldn't went on and on about the Russian skaters. Well, yeah. And then he, as if he doesn't have enough hate mail from the fur on his costume, too. Right. So. so, I mean, it was kind of entertaining. Um, they would go back or in between the competition. And then at the end of each competition, they would go back up to the loft. And Andrea snuck in there one time. So that did not make me happy. It's like, <laughs> who, who didn't lock the door? <laughs> Andrea is like, just to, she's trying to see if there's any snacks in there or something. Right. And then John actually got to commentate with Andrea during, no, wait, I'm sorry. It was Paul Wiley. I was going to say that it was Johnny, but Paul Wiley was there and he got to come into the loft for a little while too and, and talk about the men. Don't tell me Paul Wiley was mixed up, mixed up in this hot mess. That sounds like oh, a yeah. disaster. <laughs> I'm like, that was pretty much the most entertaining thing was the loft because uh, Johnny was just off the cuff and was saying whatever the hell he wanted. I don't think they really could stop him. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's pretty much the – that's always been the case with Johnny. Yeah, I'm surprised they let him actually do any kind of commentating like that. Oh, my God. I watched some Inside Edition show, and he was on there with, with um, Dorothy Hamill. And I think Dorothy handled him better than just about anyone because she was just like, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> she tried to keep it, straight, keep it straight, but, man, you could tell she's like, what the hell is this guy about? He is entertaining. That's for sure. Well, and he, I, I saw him on the Bonnie Hunt show. She loved him. He put his feet up on the couch and everything, and he had these really fancy shoes on, and oh, my God. He did that in the loft, too, and then he had this one top during the women's program, and it had, like, um, holes in the uh, sleeves on the top, and Peter's like, what the hell's that? And he's like, it's for the ladies' program. <laughs> I got to be all fashion forward. And it's like, oh, my God, you're so gay. <laughs> Well, you know, he doesn't talk about his sexuality, so we can't oh, make right. assumptions. I um, meant gay as happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the true, the original um, meaning of gay. Exactly. Because um, we're nothing if we're not vintage. <laughs> um, all right. So let's move on to the competition. So the first event that was um, was going on was the pairs. Is that correct? That's right. And so uh, Pang and Tong got first. You know, they really skated well at the Olympics. They actually won the a long program at the Olympics, but ended up with a silver medal. So they won here at the Worlds, and it was nice to see that they did skate well. They skate with a lot of emotion. Um, the, the only mistake they had was she doubled one of the side-by-side -side jumps, but it was definitely a solid skate. It wasn't the best that they performed this year because that was at the Olympics, but it was nice to see them um, win. They have won one other time. Second was um, the Germans or the Clowns, and uh, they are a little rough in the short program, Definitely, you could tell that they, their heart wasn't in it, in it. They do have the nice lifts, big throws. They had a trouble on the side-by-side -side jumps, but it's a good program that they have. It was a nice skate, um, but you could tell that it was a little let down after the Olympics. And then third was Cavagudi and Smirnoff. And, you know, I just don't like this pair. They don't do anything for me, especially her. She's just like Gumby. She's too flimsy, and her stupid outfit she's wearing where she rips open the dress and there's a heart, that just is dumb. Um, <laughs> oh, and then uh, both I, – I don't know how they got third because on both of their throw jumps – I guess they had a lead, enough of a lead. Uh, both of their throw jumps, Splat City. They tried to do the uh, throw quad, and I 
practically hit her head on the ice. And then on the second one, they also fell. It was like, you know, a deer falling with the legs splaying all over the place. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Uh, but they, somehow the judges loved them and they ended up third. Uh, the, the U.S. pair, we ended up seventh and ninth. Uh, they actually skated pretty good. And when I say good, I mean U.S. good, not podium good. Uh, so won't be sending three next year. But seventh and ninth, two teams in the top ten for pairs for the U.S. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's better than the Olympics. But of course, I mean, the you top can't pair really wasn't expect there. a lot. <laughs> so yeah, um, they were all right. They did good enough to both. That's good finishes for both of them. So no real surprises in the pairs. It sounds like no. You know, pair. It was kind of boring with uh, the Shen and Zhao being gone because they're just a special pair, but um, it was okay. Well, as you know, I get to go to Stars on Ice on May 8th, and um, Shannon Jower is supposed to be there. So, And I think Pang and Tong, too, so I'll be looking forward to that. Oh, cool. That'll be cool to watch them to see how fast they really are in yeah. person. Yeah, that'll be interesting. All right, so the next was the uh, men's competition. Mm-hmm. So uh, the men's. Um, so Johnny had – it was kind of funny. He had some things to say about it. He – and this was probably one of the things that uh, NBC or Peter was not liking. He basically said that Jeremy and Brian Joubert were um, punished in their scoring um, because of how bad that they skated at the Olympics. So he thought that they were underscored. So, you know, usually commentators won't say that, won't say that the judging's rigged and they're being punished for other competitions. But he said that and you could tell that Peter's kind of like, um, yeah, no, you can't be saying that type of thing. <laughs> well, yeah, Peter's like, and this is why you were judged badly in the in the Olympics and why you're not even competing in the world competition. Right. And he's putting it out there going, basically, um, they're being punished because of how they skated in their last competition. And, you know, it was it's probably true. And then uh, Peter asked him about Patrick Chan because, you know, God, they just gush over Patrick Chan, the commentators do. And so he was asking Johnny what he thought about it, and he said, well, you know, P uh, pa Patrick's not one of my favorite skaters and basically went into the, the reasons why he didn't like him. And so I think they were a little surprised uh, with that answer. They're probably like, I'm sorry that I asked because you should be gushing over him. Well, it sounds like they were almost trying to imitate an Ice Queen's podcast over there in the loft. <laughs> they were. So, yeah, it's like that's They're... what you get when you let Johnny be in the, in the loft. <laughs> yeah, Johnny sounds like he was just trying to keep it real and Peter just wasn't having it. Exactly. Obviously, he doesn't know about commentating and how you're supposed to be. There are certain skaters that you're supposed to love. So exactly. that's, it was good. Um, so for the men, Takahashi won, and um, it was really nice to see him win. I know that um, you haven't been real high on him this season, uh, and it's been an up-and-down season for him, but uh, in the long program, it was the best that he has skated it this year. A lot of emotion in it. He's really invested in the program. He tried to do a quad flip, and he um, two-footed it, but I don't even know if anybody else even does a quad flip, because yeah. usually on the on the quads, they usually do a sow-cow or a toe, so that was pretty amazing. Um, you know, and it's a good program, good choreography, footwork. He did skate the best of, of the night, so I was really happy to um, see him win, especially with the struggles that he had last season with the injury and not skating at all and then coming back this season, and it was a, a lot better performance than the Olympics. Second was Patrick Chan, and, you know... He was, <laughs> I don't know, I, I'm not high on him. The, two seasons ago, first time I saw him skate, I was like, oh, he's really good. Now it's like each time I watch him, I'm liking him a little bit less and less. And I thought he was overscored. He fell on the loop. Um, he, had a he had trouble with quite a few landings. But, of course, you know, um, 
huge scores. I think he got maybe a season best. Scoring was a little suspect once again at the Worlds because a lot of people were getting season best or, you know, personal best ever. And I didn't see that they were skating the best of the season. So that's, you know, annoying. So he got second uh, once again because last year he got it. And then Brian Jobert ended up third. I don't like this program. Um, It has stupid choreography in it. Well, what little choreography there is. And, of course, he wears gloves and he has shredding on his top, so that's ridiculous. He fell on the Lutz, but he did land two quads in the in the long program. So he definitely was going for it. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of Brian's. No. There's not, there's not a lot there. Yeah, there's not a lot that's interesting to watch. But at least, I mean, he'll probably be retiring, I'm guessing, after this world. So at least now he has something, you know, he can retire with a bronze medal, right. which is good I for mean, where he's you know, at. He does have, he's good looking, so he's got that going for him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then um, the, for the men, we ended up fifth and sixth. Jeremy got fifth and Adam Rippon got sixth. Uh, Jeremy, he... He did okay. I mean, definitely it was better than at the Olympics. He did. He fell on the quad jump, which, you know, he has had trouble with that. But then he fell on the double axle. It's like, oh, what the no. hell? So it was a rough skate for him, but he definitely fought through it all. And he ended up fifth. But he is doing still doing the stupid gestures in the kiss and cry. And he's got some new ones. And so it was just... Yuka, you got to shut that down. Oh my God, he debuted new stupid gestures in the Kiss and Cry. Yes, he uh. was. It was like he was doing sign language or something. I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe he was doing sign language. He has some deaf fans, and so he's trying to say I love you to them. I'm not sure. Well, he's, <laughs> he's probably gone mental since the meltdown at the Olympics. So he's right. Probably... So it was a little bit of a redemption here. It was not his best skate, but I mean, it was better finish way to finish the season than the Olympics was a disaster. And um, Adam Rippon, looking good. I, you know, I think he's he's the future for the U.S. men. He's young. He's 19. He's being coached by Orser. Um, in, I mean, I'm not that excited about him. He, I think he's a little bit boring, but he does have the artistry. Uh, it's his first world, so that's pretty impressive. Ending up sixth. Um, he had a, you know, he has a good program, but um, really no mistakes. Oh, I think he fell out maybe on the axle. He didn't fall, but he just kind of stepped out of it. Uh, with the fifth and sixth placing, we will be sending three next year. And it was a little bit annoying because Peter was talking about, you know, the getting the 13 uh, placements so you can get three for the next season. And he was talking to Johnny about that. And Johnny's like, yeah, who even cares about that? What's the big deal? And it's like, Johnny, do you not realize that you wouldn't have been a feeling <laughs> um, if they hadn't have, you know, done that at the last Worlds because you were the third person on the Olympic team. So that was kind of it's Johnny. <laughs> I think Johnny's memory is a little bit short. Like as soon as he got, as soon as he stepped off the ice from his uh, free skate at the Olympics, he's like, Oh no, who can I, whose TV show can I go to? How many new outfits can I buy today? It's like, Whoa, he's done. Yeah. But he's like, well, you know, he's like, it is an individual sport. It's not a team sport. And it's like, the only reason you're, we're at the world's or the olympics is because we had three placements if we hadn't had three placements you would not have been at the olympics so you know not too much gratitude there for it being somewhat important yeah and exactly (laughs) and he's been in third place for the last few years so he yeah it's been sort of important for him to be able to go to international competitions he's, he's bitter because he didn't get to go to worlds last year but he didn't finish in the top three for the u.s so that's why they didn't send him and there's not a lot of love there for him from the um, United Skate Skates Skating Federation for them to, you know, kick somebody out and let him be the third when he wasn't third place. So 
<laughs> it was well, kind of fun. you know, and now he'll just have his celebrity career. He's still got his TV show and all that, so he'll be happier anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so um, our boyfriend Ryan Bradley got to go because Evan decided not to go to World. So that was exciting, mm-hmm. except for the fact Actually, that I see... Adam Adam got to go because of that. Oh, oh, right, right, right. And Ryan was in fourth, so he... Oh, because Brian... Ryan got to go because of Evan. Oh, right. So Ryan got to go because of Evan, and Adam got to go because Johnny didn't go, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't. They didn't show either of Ryan's programs because apparently he ended up twentieth or twenty first. He was not showing on the Universal Channel at all, so that must have been bad. Really? Uh, well, I heard he had a broken foot. So, Ooh. yeah. I mean, well, the, the then... producer told me that, and I was like, well, he not only if he had a broken foot, so that's one thing, and then he doesn't have the Ice Queen's magic to pull him through. So that's what happened. I mean, twenty first. That's what you. Ha- that's what happens without any Ice Queen's magic. The ice queen's magic does make a difference. Oh, it's it's the touch, <laughs> it's the it's the extra touch of gold that everyone needs. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the next thing was the ice dancing. Um, you know, <laughs> I really can only watch two pairs, which are the pair that I'm in love with, Virtue and Moyer. I mean, I love them, and I love the the long program that they have. It's just it's so beautiful. It's it's magical and dreamy for me. So they did not skate it as well as at the Olympics, but what do you expect? I mean, that was the top there, but they did skate well enough to uh, to win it. Well, I saw that that Davis and White actually won the free skate. They did. Davis and White skated really well. Um, you know, the program's powerful. They had a lot of emotion. They have they're fast. They got the good lifts. Uh, they did win the the free skate. Uh, they had, but they were behind by two points. So this was a very close competition. I think that Virtue and Moyer ended up winning by like one point four points. So it was super close. Uh, either one would have been fine with winning the gold because they're way above everybody else. They there were those two, and then the third place was like. 14, 15 points behind. Well, I love how Tanith and Ben pushed out and didn't even go. Right. And so then they're commentating on it. And uh, Tanith basically was loving on Davis and White, you know, saying how, well, she thought that they did win the um, the free skate. And she was saying she thought that it was better. And um, I think she was, she was definitely pulling for them. Um, but... I still think Virtue and, you know, I wouldn't have been upset if Davis and White won because they're both good, but I'd love Virtue and Moyer. Yeah. So. And they, I mean, it took a lot of guts to go to the Worlds too, because sometimes you can ruin your reputation as we learn in the ladies competition. Right. So they pulled it off. Uh, the sad thing is, you know, I'm afraid they're probably going to retire because I would love to see Davis and White and Virtue and Moyer stay around for a few more seasons and be duking it out every at every competition because they're so closely matched. You know, it can go either way. So I'm hoping that's going to happen, but I will not be surprised um, if Virtue and Moyer retire. I think Davis and White will stay around at least another season because they've never been world champions. So, you know, why not? But um, hopefully they both do because they, they're making ice dancing exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And then in third place was the Italian pair, the Faella and Scali. And, you know, this pair does nothing for me. Their program's some immigrant program. It was a big snooze fest. She looks like Morticia Adams. They had this freaky lift at the end. It kind of was cracking me up. Uh, he had, you know, she had her upside down. I thought he was like going to squeeze her head between his knees. I don't know. That sounds attractive. Yeah, and then there was one other funny thing. There was another um, Italian pair. They were right at the very beginning of the podcast, and I'm guessing that the reason they were on at the very beginning, because they probably got, like, in the teens. Uh, they were doing twizzles, 
and they got too close to each other and he knocked her over. He knocked her down. It was, it was awesome. They're just spinning around and you could see him and they started spinning into each other and he knocked her and she fell. And then at the end she was bawling her head off. So, I mean, that's good entertainment. (laughs) Damn, that's Olympic caliber entertainment there. (laughs) She was just, and she was still on the ice and she was bawling. It's like, can't you wait till you get to the kiss and cry area? Man, that sounds like that scene in Ice Castles where she was skating to Gloria and then she crashed and burned and her dad had to come and scoop (laughs) her off the ice. (laughs) But you could just, you just knew it was going to happen because I'm like, dang, they're getting close together on those twizzles. And then all of a sudden, he knocked into her, and she splatted on the ground. Oh, my God. The producer is showing me a picture of all three ice dancing pairs, and she looks like they're on the podium, and yeah. she looks like she's possessed in this picture. Well, exactly. She, she's, her eyes look like they're the opposite of cross eyes. It looks like one, one's pointing to the left, and the other one's pointing far to the right. It's like, what? Yeah. She's scary looking. That's not good. I hope that they retire. You know, they got their world medal, and I think they're 30 years old, so go away. <laughs> you know, so in the ice dancing, uh, we got second place, and then I believe uh, Bates and what's their name, Evanson and Bates or whatever, the Samuelson other U.S. And pair. Bates. <laughs> yes, I don't like that pair that much. They're kind of boring. Um, I think they got 10th or 11th. So we should be sending three next year to the world. They actually got ninth, and then Bonamentary and Navarro got 14th. It looks like so. Right. That's so good good, pla- good placements for the U.S. Dan- dancing team. Yeah, so we'll be sending three men and three ice dancing teams. That's awesome. Right. Unfortunately, we won't be sending three in the ladies. Oh, I don't even know what to say about this. Oh, so Mariah was in first after the short program, and what a fantastic short program. She was so on, hit everything. It was just beautiful. And, uh, you know, so much energy. She just has great presence on the ice. And but I knew afterwards, you know, this is her very first Worlds, and the the pressures. I don't think she likes being in first either. It couldn't have been her first Worlds because she won the nationals. Right? No, but she was only fourteen at that time. Oh, and they wouldn't let her go. That's right. Right. So she's been to junior Worlds, but this is her first time on the senior level. So this is her first Worlds, um, and she, you know, couldn't keep it together in the long program. She ended up seventh place. You could tell right from the beginning her very first jump. Uh, the Lutz, she stepped out of it and it's like, oh crap. And then uh, she fell on the double axle. She had trouble with both of her Lutzes. She fell on the double axle. It was just a really rough skate. Um, But the good thing is it's her first time there. It's good experience for her. So I think that she has that to, you know, build off of. And next year she's going to be strong. And then of course they talked to her afterwards. They sent Leanne or Lucy or whatever her name is. I don't know who this lady is, but they went and talked to her. And it's like, don't go talk to her. And she's she'd been bawling her head off before that. You could tell her eyes or she had tears in her eyes. And then she's trying to talk and she's like kind of crying about how she didn't skate good. So it was a little sad because you know she is only. 16 years old she's young yeah and she's been through so many ups and downs I mean I mean at the Olympics I mean she skated so well at the free skate at the Olympics and then she skates well in the short here and then she you know biffs it in the long and oh my god what a mess but you know I still think she has a lot of promise I think it's great that she is with Frank he's definitely he's only had her for one season and look what he's done with her he's definitely turned her around you know and she has more confidence um, she's definitely going to be a star for the U.S., I believe. I hope so because, you know, she's an emotional roller coaster. So she's first in the short program, 11th in the free skate, and ends up seventh. Right. Ugh. So, And then, you know, Rachel, or I call her Flatline, 
Um, she ended up ninth and she was not that impressive in either the short or the um, long, you know, just some mistakes. She, instead of doing her triple, triple combination, she triple doubled it. She just slow. She popped the Lutz in the long program. Just not a lot of excitement there. So we ended up seventh and ninth. You know, we're not going to be sending three, but I kind of hope that Rachel retires. Oh, and I wish. Al's like, isn't she a teenager? Yeah, she's only 17, but I think it's time for her to go away to the Ivy League school. Well, so. yeah, she's going away to college. I think she's a senior this year. so She, she is, but you know that doesn't necessarily mean that she's not going to try and stay around for another cycle. But I'm hoping that you, know, you won your nationals, you've been to Worlds, go away. You've been but to the, the Olympics, yeah. It's like right. it's obvious the judges don't like you. You're never going to get higher than like fifth place or something. So just move on. Yeah, and you know, and she wasn't consistent at this. She had some mistakes, and that kills her because she doesn't have the you know the sparkle or the um, personality as the other skaters. So if you're has any mistakes, those judges are ready to drop her down. Yeah, what's so. really shocking is the is you know the people that were above Mariah and Rachel like um, Carolina Costner, of course Ugh. we can't stand, and um, Laura Lapisto got third place. What so overscored? So she got third, definitely overscored, ridiculous. Um, she was third after the short, and then she stayed in third place, but she like missed. Um, she did maybe three triple jumps in her long program. She doubled all the rest. And it's like, are you kidding me? Come on. There was hardly any technical content in it. She has nice posture. You know, she's pretty to look at, but the content is not there. So definitely a case of overscoring. And, well, people just didn't skate good. You know, Miki ended up fourth. She had a long way to go. She was in 11th after the short, and she was terrible. And so she skated good in the in the long program, but you know, she jumped from 11th to fourth. She skated better than Lapisto, but she had too much uh, to make up from that. But yeah, she had no business being third. It well, was. Ugh. And I saw Akiko Suzuki finished 20th in the short program and seventh in the free skate. Man, she must have really crashed in the short program. She did. She had. Uh, she fell. It was a meltdown. So I mean, she redeemed herself in in the long, but yeah. Uh, so Mao ended up winning this competition and she looked good. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the program, the long program, cause it's very heavy, uh, but she skated it clean. And when she skates it clean, you know, it's much more enjoyable to watch. She went for both of her triple axles. One of them was downgraded, but, um, it, this was the best that I've seen her skate the long program this year. So she got first and that was nice to see. I felt, you know, I was happy for her. Well, that's good. Yeah, Japan got the gold in the men's and women's. That should make the company or the, the company, the country happy. The country happy. And Toyota. Yes. <laughs> Toyota needs some good PR these days. And then, the, you know, the big story was Yunash in the short. She was seventh after the short. And it was just a very weird short program. She hit all of her jumps, but um, she missed two other elements. She missed a spin and a spiral. So she got zero points for those on she was supposed to do a layback. She went into it and um, it, her foot was wobbly. So she did one revolution on it and then started again. What? And actually, yeah. And then so then she started it again and actually did the layback. But since she had done one revolution, that counts as the spin. So she got zero points on it. Wow. Yeah. Because you can't let start it again. You get, you know, one chance. And she went around one time. So that counted as her spin. So, you know, that's a loss of like three or four points right there. And then in the spiral, she was going along nice. And then she was going to go to another position. And she like just 
fell out of it, put her leg down and then started it again. So that was also zero points. So she lost seven or eight points right there. It was weird. Well, and I know we had some fans who thought that we were too hard on you now, but she, those are the weird inconsistencies that are, that she needs to really clean up if she's going to be considered, you know, a true long-term world-class skater. She's got to clean that stuff up. I mean, Chrissy Yamaguchi didn't do that kind of stuff. Right. Well, and then, you know, in, in the long program, you could tell that her heart wasn't in it. It wasn't an uninspired program. She fell on the sow cow and then she popped the last jump. The sparkle was missing from her skating. She did end up second. So, you know, she, a little bit of redemption there. Um, but I'm surprised that she showed up here just because of it's been a long season for her and all the pressure of just being at the Olympics. That's taxing. So, I mean, it says something that she's she comes back to the Worlds, but um, you could tell that she, when she even said that she was tired and, you know, for the last month she hasn't wanted to skate. She only just decided like a week ago, yes, I'm ready to skate again. So it's a lot of pressure for her, a 19-year-old. Her whole country's on her on her shoulders yeah and she did get first in the free skate so she ended up second so it's nothing to be too embarrassed about but yeah she has to work on that consistency and i don't know who what forces put pressure on her to go to worlds but i certainly wouldn't have done it i'm guessing it must have been the you know the korean nation but um in her winning the long program overall points in that no her she did not skate as well as mao she did have the mistakes um but it, Mao actually skated the long program better, but you know how the judging goes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they were like, oh, you know, we can't let you finish. There's no way that she can't be on the podium. Yeah, exactly. We ha- you got to be at least in the top top two. Otherwise, it's an embarrassment. So um, and they asked her, you know, uh, they had that Luann go and talk to her. And it's like, are you guys trying to play a joke on Luann? Because <laughs> I um, thought it was Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, Luann, it's Leslie, something with an L. Um, I think it's Luann. Um, I think the NBC or Universal, they're like trying to play a joke on her because they had they sent her over to talk to Yuna and to Mao. And it's like neither one of these um, have a very good command of the English language. So, you know, she doesn't know any better and she's asking them questions and they're trying to answer it. So it's like, oh, God, please get off of this. You're like so. as if this competition hasn't already been a big <laughs> enough cluster. Um, right. <laughs> so, so that's pretty much wrapping it up for the world. And, you know, after the Olympics, there was a lot of brouhaha. Like I said, Johnny was on pretty much every talk show known to man, as was Evan. Um, and now Evan's on Dancing with the Stars. Um, there's some new show called Thin Ice. Um, like I said, the Stars on Ice tour is starting up, and we're going to see it in Chicago on May 8th. And, you know, it's as if we thought, I mean, why can't it just be over? It's never over. <laughs> no, it's never. I'm like, it's over for the Ice Queens, though. Yeah, <laughs> until, until October. Sorry, producer. <laughs> yeah, the producer's like, oh, too bad. Well, oh, and, wait, that, isn't that when we're writing our book? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're, wait for our book deal to come out, you know, because that's going to be the next step we need to take. Oh, yeah. Fans, if you want us to write a book, you can make comments on our site and tell us that you support <laughs> it, and you've got about 20,000 other people that you know who will also buy it. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so, so let us know, because it's, it would be really good journalism. <laughs> um, and... Tori, you had some exciting news. You heard that the um, 2010 Skate America is going to be in Portland, your hometown. It is. It's going to be in P-Town, so I hope the producer is going to buy you a ticket and send you out here so we can go to it. 
Well, you know what's going to happen is the producer's going to want to go too, and that's not going to be, you know. Well, he can go, and then we can, like, ditch him and stuff in the Rose Garden. He's not that familiar with it. Because you know he doesn't let us go rogue when he's there with us. (laughs) We'll have to, like, we'll have to, we'll put the slip on him. We'll get out there, and we'll go to some bar, and we'll do our recording with our our wine. Oh, got to go to the restroom, and then we'll hop on Max, (laughs) and we'll go over to Stanford's and have some drinks and food. And, and have the recorder with us. Yeah, we'll do our recording. We'll clink our wine glasses. It'll be just like Spokane, which was probably one of our best recordings. Oh, besides the one we were drunk in our hotel room in Los Angeles during the Worlds. That's also a high point. <laughs> yes. All right. So like we said, this is our season finale. Um, it's been a pleasure to be with you. And um, we'd like to thank all of our fans who have commented on our website, um, such as Anne and Jonathan, the exquisite dominator, um, Alyssa, and of course, Liz, that's me. I like to thank myself. And Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, Leslie, uh, Luann, we don't know who you are. That's you. <laughs> thank you for your comments, Michelle. And someone who calls himself Carolina Costner, but we sure as hell hope it's not actually her. And um, Dave B., of course, our big fan, um, Misty, uh, Bonnie, and, um, you know, Jim Barker, of course, who gave us the idea for the um, Olympic preview show. And we really thank you for all of your ideas. Concluding this, I'm sure you'll be on our website pretty much every day over the summer when there's nothing happening. And you'll be downloading, you'll be re-downloading all of our podcasts just because you want to listen to them again and again and again. So we encourage you to become our fan on Facebook. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Hopefully the producer will keep up the tweets and, um, you know, we'll add our two cents every now and then over the summer. And then on iTunes, um, you can always download us there and uh, our website. You can leave a comment, especially if you want the book to happen. You got to, you got to, um, show your support and of course um you know there's tank tops there's hot pants there's any number of summertime (laughs) wardrobe items on the ice queens website on cafe press so that's cafepress.com slash the ice queens where you can buy our crap everyone we know you need a summer wardrobe it's time to buy all right tori it's been a pleasure being with you and i look forward to uh seeing you on the grand prix circuit yep see everyone next season bye bye The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. Epic Deer.